0: Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not
1: become tense, but ready.
0: Essentially, at this point, the fight is over.
1: So you pretty much flow with the goal.
0: Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Trending, trending, trending. We're here. We're doing it. This is what has happened in the last week of MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, the internet. We're going to start. We've got to say it. RIP. It seems like every week someone's dying.
1: It really does. Lately.
0: But this has got to be mentioned. Stefan Bonner, absolutely. Rest in peace. One of the fundamental icons for the, the foundation of the UFC.
1: Yeah, maybe one of the yeah fundamentals, the word. Perhaps one of the greatest characters of the UFC too. Yeah. It came from that era where there, was, there were a lot of characters. Very interesting. Chris Lieben, Diego Sanchez, Sanchez. Forrest Griffin. That, that
0: era of, of tough, the tough. ultimate fighter. Tough
1: and they were like kind of loose units. Quirky. Unprofessional. Weird. No, unprofessional in a way, like not, not like you would see a professional fighter, fighter now. It's like they were, fighting was this other thing that they did.
0: Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away uh, in the last couple of days. Heart complications, apparently, at work. He was at work. Wow. And really what a lot of people may not know, uh, what has been considered one of the greatest fights of all time and ranked as the number one fight of all time, possibly because it built the UFC, <laughs> was him versus Forrest Griffin. Yeah. In an
1: absolute yes, hammer fest which that was the final the of the final ultimate fighter, fighter season 1 right yeah and
0: it was the million dollar contract to yeah. fight in you seen there was only meant to be one yeah but here's the thing a lot of people don't know it was on i think strike or yeah strike tv and each round it got more and more and more cuz people coin people like yo you seeing this thing right now you need to watch this stuff it's going down and every round the viewership went up to be the most watched sporting event of that year Really? Like the PGA masters wow. or whatever is the number one thing. Apparently I have right. no idea. It outranked that in, in 15 minutes or 20 minutes. It was just like, boom, this sensation. And the crazy thing that happened was Dana White award. Like they gave it to Forrest Griffin, but he was like, man, we got to give them the, both the contract. They both got a contract. Like, "Oh yeah." And that formula, the tough formula gave people insight into these people there who are real humans. They're just crazy and went really hard. And he was one of those people that helped steer the course of the UFC to get some mainstream traction and actually get some success because they were down to their last kind of dollars to make that happen.
1: Now, just a note on The Ultimate Fighter, right? Yeah. Which is the, the reality show that sort of is behind the UFC. Um, for, a lot of the, for a lot of our younger listeners, I'm assuming they probably don't engage with it. Maybe not. Because you have a lot of content around jiu-jitsu these days. Yeah. You can watch flow grappling. You can watch heaps of shit on YouTube. There's, Mm. you know, all that stuff going on. Um, But back in the day, if you were into jiu-jitsu, there wasn't really much you could watch. No. You could find clips of shit on YouTube, but they weren't particularly good. So I almost feel like, at least for me, in the early days of jiu-jitsu, of my journey with it, watching The Ultimate Fighter and watching the UFC was almost like an extension of my my jiu-jitsu thing. Yeah. You know, because it's like, oh, well, they're doing some grappling and they're also doing this other shit. But it wasn't like, oh, that's a whole different sport that I know nothing about. It was kind of sewn up in together, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And, and look, I think the thing about Stefan Bono is he was actually like a fairly understated character.
1: Like he was a bit more laid <laughs> yeah. back, you know? the a fucking weird dude. Weird cat. Very unassuming fighter.
0: Quirky. Yeah. But so strong and like could eat shots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, and I think that's an incredible thing. It's hard to, it's hard to estimate a toll that takes on the human body, but you're like, wow, that guy's tough. Yeah. And that heart that comes through, it's hard to not engage with that and appreciate that about someone. Rest in
1: peace, Stefan. Rest in
0: peace, bro. You were the man. Respect. Now, breaking mechanics,
1: Joey. (laughs) Ah, Yeah. Everyone's breaking fucking legs, breaking arms.
0: Yeah. Talk to me. We've got some issues.
1: So a bit of a rant today. In the jujitsu world, there's this thing where it's like accepted to say, "Oh, I broke that person's elbow. Oh, I broke their foot.
0: He broke my foot."
1: Right? Like if I'm attacking the heel hook, I'm I'm trying to break the knee. Now, here's the beef that I have with it was a recent match, a high profile match, and one of the fighters was like, "Yeah, you know, the guy fucking broke my leg, but whatever." Wow. And it's like, all right, breaking your leg. Your leg is basically where, if you're breaking the leg, we're talking about the shin.
0: We're talking about the bone. Could even
1: be talking about the femur. But yeah, yeah. tibia fibula. Yeah. Or, or the femur. Yeah. And it's like a broken bone is a pretty catastrophic fucking injury. That's
0: crazy. That's a and, lot of force to be able to do that.
1: Now, it does happen. You do see those clips occasionally in jiu-jitsu. Yes, a joint lock results in one of the bones bone proximal break. to the to the joint breaking. But when jiu-jitsu players say, I broke their knee or I broke their foot, they're saying, actually, I damaged the ligaments of the ankle or i damaged ligaments of the knee. That's and, not
0: so cool, Joe.
1: Oh, well so another thing that we say is popped it. Pop okay, fair enough. Popped it is is it, kind of describing the sound of yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, of the ligament tearing, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean you ruptured it. Popped also implies dislocation. True. And this is another uh, you know same kind of beef I'm like, no you didn't dislocate, you just tore the connective tissue in that joint a little yeah. bit.
0: And you can also hear something else, guys especially with the elbow, I don't know about the knee, you can sublux your elbow where you basically you do dislocate it momentarily and it pops back in. And the ligaments stay intact. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're so elastic. There's so much adrenaline
1: and heat. In the moment, it's just like, oh, my God, that looks crazy. Popps I've actually in. used that as an escape, like a voluntary dislocation. Little, free the arm. Oh, and then wow. Just- God, what are you, Jacare? <laughs> <laughs> is that the greatest jiu-jitsu match ever? But so, I, I yeah, I just I, I feel we've got to set the record straight. Obviously, the entire jiu-jitsu culture is hearing this right now. Guys, this is coming from the top down. <laughs> um, let's just call it what the fuck it is. Yes. Damage the ligaments, uh, damage the joint. We didn't break it. We didn't pop it, it because hey. it's misleading. Because then you yeah. get these young people like – Oh, man, so-and-so got their leg broke. It's like, no, no bitch. No, that's not
0: what happens. Yeah,
1: but impressionable young white belt, you know, fuck, I can't blame you for thinking that that's what actually happened.
0: He's the best at jujitsu, so he must know. Yeah, he's not true. He's a medical doctor. <laughs> medical do- in his <laughs> professional medical opinion. He I actually spoke
1: seat. about it with Jeremy Paul Skinner. Okay. About it. He, he was like, you know, and he was like, in jujitsu, we say this, what we mean is this. And I'm like,
0: yeah. And, I mean, look, when they talk about breaking mechanics, they're talking about ligaments
1: yeah and you're not is, trying to break
0: a bone no that's it's right. a joint lock
1: and you are tr- like even in that regard it's like yeah you are trying to break the ligaments yes you but you generally don't you stop it's before very, like it might you, be a little tear or like, yeah, that's right it's it's actually very rare that the, the ligament completely ruptures. ruptures yeah yeah
0: so let's get some clarity on that people last but not least uh, our guy, Rafael Lovato Jr., oh, made a comeback in I, Japan.
1: I believe – is it is it Rafael or is it Rafael? I think it's Rafael because he's – Because he's, a, he's American, American.
0: But he has like – I think is his father or his mother is like part Brazilian. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
1: Man, fuck that guy's had in a career.
0: Amazing career and also, you know, when he became Bellator champion, beat uh, Gabriel uh, Musasi, Gegard. Musasi, When he was like – super powerful just kind of come out of the ufc and like no i don't he was an underdog for that match yeah and and he, so he
1: hit peak operating temperature in bellator didn't bellator he? yeah
0: and so for him to win that and then i think within months told he can't continue his mma career
1: i think yeah i think he knew going into that fight right that he had a brain condition yeah and he's like i'm I've doing got, this fight gotta have a shot and then i'm out
0: yeah, but he'd, he'd always – and then he came back to jiu-jitsu as well. He won the European Championship. Yeah. Uh, I think he fought at Worlds, and then he fought at the ADCC. He did. Great comeback, considering so late in his career, having won pretty much every other major IBJJF tournament, Nogi Worlds, you name it. Um, and then he wanted to fight in Japan.
1: Yeah, for the, for the younger players, they would have been like, who's this guy at ADCC? I've never seen this guy. Never. You're like, yeah. this guy's been around the traps for a long time, achieved a lot of shit. Yep. When we saw him at this recent ADCC, it was definitely not, you know, of course it was, not peak. You know, it was his later years in in terms of competition.
0: But still did very well. He was in the finals. Like he won two or three matches. Did yeah. He? I think he fought against, um, Bodoni, um, maybe Bodoni or maybe he was heavy. Maybe he went against Nicky Rod or something like he was, he's a big guy. He's a he big, a big unit. guy, um, Fuck, but man. he lost in the finals. So competitive. It's amazing for him to have this longevity and even now, just on the weekend, fought in Japan and won via Kimura. Yes. S- so good.
1: And he was like, this was, I think he said it's been three years since he found out about the brain condition. Yep. And that was basically context on that. The doctors were like, you can't fight anymore. You can't so take he, hits there. He won the title in Bellator and then he's like, I'm retiring. Yeah. And so I don't know if the condition had changed or if he was just like, I'm ticking this box before I call yeah. it a day. He
0: was such a big fan of pride and all his heroes in Jiu-Jitsu had fought there like hickson and the yeah. whole crazy lineage. He's like, I want to fight in Japan. It's pretty so, cool. Yeah, it's really cool for him to go out on that note. So shout out to Rafael Lovato Jr. shanji was there.
1: Cameron Shane was there. Who we yep. were hanging out with in Vegas? That's right. Yeah. Shout out to Cameron Shane. Um, yeah, it was cool. They had their little posse.
0: Yeah, it's so it's so cool to see people who you looked up to for a long time get a chance to shine and use their jujitsu in MMA.
1: Damn right. Awesome. Guys, that's trending this week. Thank you. If you've got shit you want us to talk about, hit us up on the YouTube or on the Instagram. We'll see you next time.